Welcome to Stories After Midnight. Today we'll be reading The Suspicious Butcher. It's part of a collection of stories uh, called 54 Sleepless Nights by Tobias Wade. You can actually go and pick up a copy if you'd like to support the author off Amazon. And a huge shout out to him for letting me read these stories. Let's begin. Let me begin with a disclaimer. I'm a vegetarian and the idea of any human eating the carcass of another sentient animal is absolutely disgusting to me. It would be one thing if we had to kill to survive, but that isn't the case for the vast majority living in a modern society. The only reason we still kill is because we're bored. We're bored of how our food tastes, and that boredom is a death sentence. We're bored of shooting animals in games, so we go and shoot one in real life. We even kill each other because we've gotten bored of trying to achieve our goals peacefully. I try not to be preachy with my convictions, though. So when my wife asked me to pick up some beef for her dinner party, I played the dutiful soldier. I shot down to a local butcher and tried my best not to breathe for the duration. This was the first time I'd ever actually gone to a dedicated butcher, and walking inside felt like I'd just stepped down the throat of a living animal. Ribeye steaks, brisket pastrami, beef tongue salami, corned brisket, all heaped in piles behind the glass. Canadian back bacon, castler pork, peppered cutlets, all blending together in a great red wall. Dangling chains of sausages, salamis, bologna, hung up like Christmas lights all around me. The butcher must have noticed how overwhelmed I was, because he came around the corner to help me. He was a kindly old man, wearing a clean white apron, and he gave me a short tour of his shop. He pointed out a hundred different cuts of meat, but I'd never tried any of them and had no idea which I was supposed to get. He laughed with good nature at my confusion and offered to pick his favorite one for me, and I was quick to accept and get out of there. I don't know what kind of meat I actually bought. It looked bright and bloody and the paper package only said grade A meat. My wife wasn't impressed though. She lifted the corner of the paper and took one sniff before blanching. She was mad that I didn't notice how awful it reeked, but in my defense, I thought that's how meat was supposed to smell. We didn't have time before our party to pick up anything else, though, so we just left it in the fridge and scrapped together the best impromptu dinner we could. The grade-A meat sat in the fridge for about a week because we didn't want to waste it, but by then, neither of us could take the smell anymore. We compromised by tossing it into the alley behind our house for the stray dogs that nosed through our trash. It was gone the next morning and a big scruffy black lab was hanging around, so I'm sure he enjoyed it. I went back to the butcher store to try and get a refund, but there was a different man working there and all he'd give me was store credit. Whatever, better than nothing. I picked up some other random pieces to give to the stray dogs. This butcher, a round mustached man, told me he throws out a lot of scraps every Friday and that I can pick them up for the dogs every week if I wanted. It seemed better than letting them go to waste, so I began this weekly tradition. The odd thing was that I never actually see the dogs get the scraps. I put them in a bowl in the alley, but no matter how long I watched, I never saw one of the dogs come by. The meat would always be gone by the next morning though, so I just assumed it was going to the right place. My wife observed that the black lab hadn't been back though, neither had the little terrier we saw sniffing around one day. It was weird because once a stray dog finds a reliable source of free food, they're unlikely to ever forget. We kept seeing dogs in the alley behind our house, but we never seemed to see the same dog twice. A few weeks into this routine and the mustached butcher asked to see pictures of the strays eating his scraps. 
I told him that I'd never actually seen them eating it, and he got all huffy saying a wild animal was probably stealing it. He didn't want to give me any more after that, and we had a bit of an argument about it. He thought I was trying to scam him and even went so far as to deny that I had ever bought meat from him before, telling me there was no old man who worked at his shop. More to prove him wrong than anything else, I made it my mission to prove where the meat was going. I went as far as to buy a big, fatty New York steak with the bone still in as bait, then set it out beside a battery-powered lamp so I could watch. I found a spot that I could see from my bedroom window, and I glued myself there waiting for something to happen. About an hour into my vigil, my wife tells me I'm watching the wrong spot. I tell her that's impossible because I'm staring right at the bowl I put out under the lamp, and she tells me there are some dogs going at meat on the other end of the house. It was black outside, but I had my phone for light and could hear the dogs growling and yipping ahead. Glad to have my proof. I have my camera and it's flash ready as I rounded the corner. My first surprise was seeing the bright, bloody red slab of meat we'd tossed out the first day. The color was the only recognizable thing about it though, because it was now several feet across and at least two feet high. There had been two dogs fighting over it, one ugly old bulldog and hyper-aggressive chihuahua that barely touched the ground. The chihuahua was getting the upper hand and I'd just managed to get the older dog to back off as I arrived. The chihuahua had its back turned toward the meat so it could focus on the other dog. It didn't see the meat moving, not like a natural creature but swelling and oozing, contracting and expanding to drag itself across the ground. I started shouting to scare off the dog and get my wife to come see, but the chihuahua only turned a snarl at me instead. The slab of meat reared into the air and slammed down on the small dog with a wet thud and a high-pitched squeal. The dog was utterly engulfed, and all I could hear from it were the sounds of snapping bones and the wet tearing of meat. I tried to save the dog by grabbing the meat and dragging it away. My finger slipped along its slimy surface and I had to drop my phone to try and get a better grip. The tighter I held, the more my fingers burned until the corrosive pain was too much and I had to let go. The bulldog was barking like mad now and my wife was shouting back from the house. The meat reacted by swiftly dispersing, ripping itself to shreds like ground beef while each piece wormed its way into the ground. I grabbed my phone again to try and take the picture, but my fingers were slippery with blood and I couldn't operate the camera before the thing had vanished. All that was left of the chihuahua was a red smear on the ground. I told my wife that I'd just slipped and cut my hands, and I'd hurried inside to wash off. I couldn't bring myself to tell her what I'd seen, but I'm writing this now to explain what my thoughts and words have failed to do so far. I don't know if she'll believe it, but I have to try. If this doesn't convince her that meat is murder, I don't know what will. And that's the end of this story. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you're on YouTube, I'd love it if you'd consider liking the video or subscribing if you'd like to hear more. Uh, if you're on podcast or something like that, well, I don't know what you can do, but I just appreciate you listening. If you'd like to, though, and if you'd like to support the channel uh, more, there is a Patreon where I upload all of these stories right away like as soon as they're edited they go up there so you're getting them like weeks early usually at least that's how it is now but if you don't want to do that that's cool we do have a discord if you'd like to come hang out with us so with all that said all of these things can be found in the description of the video or this podcast episode i do hope i see you in the next one and remember uh, if you like the stories pick up 54 sleepless nights on amazon and support the author 
I'll see you in the next one.